What's up, people? Welcome to episode one of the Pages of My Diary podcast. It feels so good, so, so good to say that this project has been in the works for, I mean, I don't even know how long, but I'm just so happy, I'm so stoked, I am so overjoyed that we finally get to give this project to you, both the human experience, the uh, the project that we just released, and also this as well, the Pages of My Diary podcast. So I just want to take a second to say thank you all for joining me, whether you're joining me the day this is released or a little bit further down the line. Thank you so much for taking a little time, taking a little interest in uh, the project and this crazy roller coaster ride that we have been on over the past year and uh, everything that is coming in the future. Uh, Today's episode, I'm going to be taking you through the first couple of entries in this diary. I've got the diary right to my left. This diary right here is very special. I've been keeping it for the past year or so, um, maybe a year and some change, uh, and I used it to document the writing, recording, and release of our latest project, The Human Experience, and now I'm opening up the pages, I'm opening up everything we encountered on the journey of writing this album, the good, the bad, and the beautiful, over the next however many weeks, you will be hearing about it all, everything we encountered, everything we went through, all the ups and the downs, and um, I'm really excited to get into it, but just before we do, I wanted to do a little kind of about me, a little up-to-date, get-to-know-me, for those of you who are maybe a little newer to the journey, so... My name is Casey Sana, I am a musician, and we've been releasing music for just over two years now, and in that time, uh, we debuted with like a little four-song EP, that songs like Live Twice and Born Superstar, Dreamer, Um, those of you that have been here from day one will definitely be familiar with those songs, so we released those, like I said, just uh, just over two years ago, and um, got kind of a, a nice, warm reception. It was a it was a great way to come on to the scene. No pressure, just four songs, put some feelers out there, and uh, try and spread a little love. And then we capitalized on that. We then released our debut project, Watching the Faces of Strangers, which I believe the anniversary is coming up for in like a couple of days the one-year anniversary of that project. And that was a big learning experience for us, just as this project has been. Watching the Face of Strangers was this uh, central theme of uh, 10 stories being told from this one central character. It's a homeless guy, and he's sat there on a street corner watching strangers go past every day and He's got nothing else to do with the time, so he's using his imagination and giving every passerby their own little story. So if he sees a businessman on the phone, he's thinking, okay, who are they on the phone to? What is the conversation about? What is going on in their lives? And then he sees another passerby and gives them a story. And um, that's how we get the other songs on the Watching of the Faces of Strangers project. So that was such a cool concept to to imagine and to really get lost in we kind of created our own little worlds and really just no idea was uh was too far-fetched so 
that was a super fun project. And then that brings us to modern day, to today. Um, and in recent times, we dropped the human experience, which is all about just that. It's about the human experience, all the emotions, the range of emotions and feelings that we encounter on this journey of life. And some of them... Um, a lot of us feel very lonely in and we feel like nobody else gets it, nobody else experiences it. But I wanted to show that there's unity in our differences. I really like that line because it, it perfectly sums up the project and what I wanted to get across. I wanted to get across that you're not alone in the bad times, but equally there's a lot of songs on there where they're talking about good times and really exhilarating experiences. So I wanted to show that you're also not alone in that either that we all have good times and bad times. No one is one thing all of the time. No one's happy all the time or sad all of the time. So I really wanted to get that across. I hope you take that project into your hearts and uh, definitely let me know any favorites that you've got. Uh, moving on from the music, I don't know if you've noticed by now whether you've seen my Instagram or you're watching this on YouTube, but The Mask. I wear a mask. Um, <laughs> I started wearing it actually before this whole global thing that shall remain nameless and not talked about too much um, started going on. And I, I really got thinking about, okay, why do I want to do it? I don't want it to just be a gimmick for, for no reason. Um, and I think why I did it was it was a blank canvas. It was nothing to judge. You don't know who is under here, so you can't make any judgments about where I'm from, what kind of privileges or prejudices I've experienced in my life. I'm a blank canvas and the only way to get to know me is through content like this, but mainly the music. If you want to get to know who I am, then all you got to do is turn any Casey Sana song on and it will tell you something about my personality, my views. And I thought that was just the most pure and best way to experience the music. So I like keeping my face covered because it is that blank canvas and you have to draw your own conclusions just based on the music, not any of the other fluff that that can go along with like pop stars and, and rock stars and, and celebrity. It's, it's just the music. And uh, I think it's also easier because there's no one face of Casey Sana, as you can see and hear, uh, no doubt. There, there are a few things that change about me from time to time. And that's just to keep things fresh and to show that no matter who you are, no matter where you come from, no matter what label society puts on you or you put on yourself, you can achieve whatever you desire. That's that's really what this is all about. And uh, I hope that empowers you to seek the fullest that your life can offer you. Now, obviously, with the mask, uh, no one knows who it is under here. And like I said, that's that's the way I like it, at least for now. But the first realization that I had that we were literally starting from square one uh, was setting up my Instagram, funnily enough. Um, it was a couple years ago before I had any music out. And I went to set up my Instagram. And believe it or not, Casey Sana is actually already taken on Instagram. Um, who knew? But uh, I was brainstorming a few different alternatives. And this was around the time where Billie Eilish uh, was Where Are The Avocados on Instagram. And I just thought that was such a cool idea. It's not your 
conventional like pop star way of doing things. It's it's almost like an in joke, and you've at least got to be in the know to find her on Instagram. Um, and like I said, I just thought that was such an amazing idea. So it got me thinking, and then it dawned on me. Um, obviously, nobody knew about the music. My friends and family, my friends weren't going to be like my first 300, 400. Um, not saying I've got <laughs> that many friends, but you know, it, I wasn't going to get a kickstart from my friends following me and then my family sharing all my posts like your supportive uh, mums and dads tend to do out there. Um, it wasn't going to be like that. We were literally starting from square one, from a fan club of one. Because like I said, I was the only one that knew about the music, that that knew about what we wanted to do. And it was so crazy that, yeah, I was literally starting from the bottom. But it's an even crazier thought and an even greater reminder of how far we've come in this relatively short space of time. I mean, when our figures aren't crazy, crazy uh, massive but we have built a community of like hundreds of people that are very loving and they're set on sp the same goal as me, spreading a little more love in the world. And like I said, it's such a great reminder. Every time I see uh, my Instagram username, it takes me back to that first day, setting up, knowing that we had this long journey ahead and we still do, but we are picking up people one at a time who want to join the mission and join the journey and, and be here. And hopefully when you're a few uh, episodes into this podcast, you will be one of those people too. And, and we'll be glad to have you along for the ride. Um, so that's a little about me. Enough about me. This is the pages of my diary podcast. And episode one will be coming up right after this. They say the first touch, yeah, it feels like a dream. Okay, beautiful people, let's get into these entries. That song that you heard in the intro just then was Kissing Boys in the Rain, taken from the human experience. And as we open the diary up, the very first page, the, the cover art um, of the diary, The Human Experience by Casey Sana. All you lovely people watching on YouTube, get a load of that handwriting. That is probably the only time you're ever going to see that. Because um, it is that bad. We are starting on Saturday, the 29th of August, 2020. Wow. Number one, that feels so, so long ago. That would have been like peak pandemic times. But like I said, we don't need to go into that. Um, but to set the scene, I remember the first writing session, I had the, the whole place to myself. Uh, we were actually getting some renovations done. So I just had this uh, this plain white room with just a mattress in and it was very simple living. It was really, really nice. Only the necessities. Um, and I kind of locked myself in this room, went very method actor, um, went fully into it. No distractions, just my laptop to uh, search for instrumentals and write the lyrics down and my phone to record um, like the voice notes so I can kind of remember any melodies that I that I might think of. Um, so yeah, not a whole lot, just everything I needed at the time, but no TV, no 
Xbox, no, no, none of that. So it was, uh, it was a very clean, very nice way of living for a little while, while it lasted. So let's get into this. First writing session of the human experience. Found an instrumental for Miss Terry, a song that was already conceptualized in writing for watching the faces of strangers, but didn't make it past recording. Parentheses, thank God. Yeah, I will we'll play a little section of Miss Terry so you guys can get a little get a little feel of it, and then uh, I'll give you a little little insight into the song and kind of how this writing session went. Okay, so like I said, uh, Miss Terry was an idea I originally had for watching the faces of strangers, but it didn't quite make the the cut. Like I had the idea, I had the concept, I'd written a song, but it just wasn't. It wasn't. There was something missing, but I couldn't really tell what. Um, but in the end, I decided to leave it off the project, wait for a better time, try and rewrite it, and that's what I ended up doing. That. That was the first song that we worked on. Um, the idea, the story behind Miss Terry is actually based on a true story. It happened to someone in my family. Um, unfortunately, infidelity, cheating, it's becoming a lot more common. It's a bigger part of the human experience. I don't know why. But it's just something that I've observed, like around my friends and around my family, uh, in my own relationships. Like, yeah, it just seems to be a bit more common. So, whilst I don't, I don't like the idea of it. I think it was important to include on the human experience, and especially going from a song like "To Fall Asleep and Wake Up with You," which is a very romantic love song, contrasting it with this song about, obviously the the less glamorous side of relationships, but like I say, are still a reality of our time. Um, yeah, I thought it kind of needed to be in there as part of the journey. So, like I said, it is based on a true story. Um, happened to somebody in my family. Lines in the song like, uh, where did you go, baby, don't try to fake. The car was still warm when I pulled up the way. The person in my family was was out, and they were under the impression that I don't want to get too gossipy, but I think it's I think it's okay. They'll be all right. Um, they'll be all right. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, they were under the impression that their partner was home for the night, um, and then they they got a phone call from a friend actually and said, "Oh, I've just seen." Miss Terry, we'll call the mystery lady. Uh, Miss Miss Terry was out with so and so. Okay, and then he rang her, and she was like, "Oh no, I've just." He was kind of playing dumb and and saying, "Oh, did you get up too much tonight? I'm on my way home." Yada yada yada. She was like, "Oh no, I was just just in um, watching TV, you know the 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 usual." And then he he got home. And he put his hand on the hood of the car and it was still warm, which, I mean, I'm not 
very technically minded, but that would signal that they've not long returned from somewhere. And uh, they ended up having this this whole argument. And it just puts doubt in the relationship, which is kind of the feeling that, that I wanted to get across with the confrontation, with the conversational uh, nature of the song as well. You know, the, the first verse is the guy's point of view. You know, you say that you don't know his name, but it's written all over your face. Where did you go, baby? Don't try to fake. The car was still warm when I pulled up the way. That's that's the accusation. And then you've got the chorus, which is kind of a, a summary. And then the second verse is the female point of view. And that's something that was missing from the original version, the Watching the Faces of Strangers version. It was just all from the guy's perspective. And I think making it a conversation, number one, I could see, like I could I could visualize how the music video would look when we shot it. Um, it would be this, yeah, very stormy, confrontational piece. And I think it just makes it a whole better song because while I'm not, like, defending uh, any, like, actions like cheating, I just, I don't see the point in it. Um, kind of having that depth of, well, you know, I wasn't happy in this relationship. You don't pay attention to me. You're always out with somebody else. You don't make time for me. I thought that was a, a good inclusion because it, it brings a bit of human nature to it. And um, yeah, that's kind of the story of the song and how it developed over time. And obviously some, some juicy gems in there now that you know, uh, <laughs> now that you know what the song's about and, and how it relates to the human experience. So in its new form, it's been rewritten entirely, with the exception of a few lines. And as I said, I found a new beat for it too. Yeah, I think obviously along with the the car was still warm when I pulled up the way, that line was from the original version. There was a couple lines in the chorus. I'm thinking, how can you treat me this way? You tell him you love him, then tell me the same. That was from the original version. But then in the writing session, I got you lie where I sleep, then you lie to my face, which in my humble opinion, I, I was very, very pleased with that line. I thought that... Uh, yeah, that really, really got to the heart of, of what the song's trying to to convey. Um, and a couple other lines, but uh, but yeah, that was the main bulk of it that I took from the original version. And then kind of with that, the strongest lines from the previous version and the strength of the concept uh, kind of set about writing the rest of the song. I filmed most of the writing... Oh, yes, right. I filmed most of the writing session and actually wore my mask through the entire thing. So, like I said, we were having some renovations at the house. Um, so, it was a very plain room, just a mattress, bare essentials, yada, yada, yada. Um, and I actually filmed... Because it was the first writing session. I didn't know what was going to come of it. I will put... I'll put some clips from the writing sessions um, in that room on Patreon. So if part of the Patreon gang, patreon.com forward slash Casey Sana, if you are part of the family, um, I will put those clips up and you can kind of see like the cogs working in my head of trying to figure out the song, trying to figure out, okay, where does this puzzle piece fit? Where does this melody go? And uh, it's kind of interesting. I haven't watched the clips in a while, but uh, yeah, I'll put them up there. I'll put them up. 
Miss Terry took around three hours to get to where it is right now, which I'm really proud of. And if all the writing sessions are like this, then number one, the album will be done in no time. And two, we'll have a seriously great album on our hands. Ah, the good old, good old optimism of the start of the project. Uh, it wasn't a quick album by any means, but I'd say any resistance, any challenges we encountered was definitely worth it because the end, the end result. Um, right now, I think this is the best album that I could make. Um, maybe in, who knows, in five years, 10 years, I'll look back and say, ah, I could have tweaked this. I could have done this different. I'll hopefully have more like tools to use by then, uh, different things to do with my voice, different knowledge, um, different things to experiment with as well. But I think right now in the present moment, this was, this is the best album. Um, this is the best album that I could make. And the best concepts I could think of, the the best way of conveying the human experience as I've lived it so far and as I as people around me have lived it, I think I think we did a good job. Um, I hope you all agree and I hope you're enjoying the project. But uh from a personal point of view, yeah, this was this was a real labor of love, as they say. So finishing up there, uh, we then wake up the next day Sunday, the 30th of August, 2020, took the momentum from last night's session into this morning with a nice, relaxed get-up, and then starting at 10. Yeah, it was like, I mean, I don't usually write in the mornings. I could probably count on two hands the amount of times that I've actually done that. Um, But I felt like I can remember the feeling. It was like the lyrics and the melodies, because I'd started... And I'd gone late into the night the night before. It was like while I was sleeping, these lyrics and melodies were just building up in my head, um, just waiting to, <laughs> waiting to come out. I guess in the in the next day, in the next session. I was looking for a beat to catch my attention for a little while, but by no means my longest hunt. Ah, beat hunts, yes, uh, there were a few in here, which we will no doubt be seeing more of, uh, the time vacuum that is searching for instrumentals, the sagas, the explorations, trying to find the, the perfect uh, beats for for these songs that we're, we're trying to create. Um, I won't go into it because, like I say, I'm sure it will pop up, it will rear its ugly head many times during this podcast, so we'll keep it... It's the first one. We'll keep it nice and positive, nice and light. Just ease you guys into it. Um, So on with the entry. Then I found a really uplifting and triumphant instrumental. So I decided to pair that with the... uh, Now, I'm not going to mention this song title because it's an idea that I I feel like is going to... It'll be used on uh, an upcoming project. I just need for... A few things to happen, a few things to align, a few of the stars to align, and um, I'm sure you'll be hearing it, but, you know, I don't want to give away all of my surprises, so I'm going to keep this a secret just for now, but it's an idea that I came up with a month or two ago. And that is the end of that entry, and that feels like we we talked about a lot today. I don't want to make these too long. Uh, I want to keep them engaging and interesting, 
you will no doubt learn uh, over the course of these podcasts that I have a, a really good ability for waffling, rambling on, uh, going on tangents, whatever you want to call it. I mean, I'm doing it right now, basically just, just talking absolute nonsense and, and talking way longer than I need to. So I'm very aware of that. I want to keep these nice and short and entertaining for you guys. I don't want to snooze fest. So we will leave it there for today. Uh, thank you so much for joining me. Episode one is in the bag. We've got plenty more coming. We're dropping these weekly as well. So Mondays, hopefully they're about to get a whole lot better for you new episodes of the Pages of My Diary podcast. If you did enjoy yourself, please do us a big favor. Do all those podcasty things that you usually hear at the end of the episode. If you can make sure you like or if you liked what you heard and you want to be the first to hear new episodes, then follow our podcast. If you are watching on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button, hit the bells and the whistles and Everything you need to to get notified of when we're dropping new content because we've got a lot coming up and you'd be a fool to miss it. So with that being said, if you could make sure you do that. Also, before I forget, reviews. I heard they are very important in the podcast world. So if you're listening uh, and you're able to leave a review, please just take a minute. Let us know what you think of the podcast, what you liked, what you want to see in future episodes or you want to hear rather, um, and we can try and make that happen. And if you're on YouTube, if you could leave a review in the form of a comment, uh, again, letting us know what you like, what you didn't like, what you want to see, what your perfect Pages of My Diary podcast episode would look and sound like. Please let us know, speak your mind, give us your thoughts. But I guess that all that's left to be said is I hope you have a good day and I will see you next Monday for episode two of the Pages of My Diary podcast. Peace.